Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. More great stuff coming at you from God's Word today. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 24, verses 36 through 51. Jesus has been talking about things related to the end times, signs of the end of the age, the return of the Son of Man. And today he's going to give us some clarity about when we should expect that. Spoiler alert, we don't know, and neither does he. Verse 36, but concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. So this is interesting because Jesus is fully God and fully man. And it's a mystery to us. We can't fully understand how that works together. How can he on one hand have the knowledge of the infinite God as one member of the Trinity, but be limited in his knowledge as the Son who is in human form on earth? We've seen him know the hearts of the Pharisees. We've seen him know things about the future that a normal human couldn't know, which signals to us that he does have the knowledge of God. However, in this case, he's saying he doesn't have the knowledge of the Father. Only the Father knows when these things are going to happen. Not the angels, not the Son. So this would be a place where we just need to be okay with not totally understanding how this works. It doesn't really change anything in terms of salvation or God's redemptive plan or the story of Scripture or what's going on in the big picture. And all we can do is hold in tension these two realities. Jesus is fully God with the mind of God and he's fully human and in his human form, doesn't know this, learns things from others, grows in strength and stature like other humans do, and beyond that, we don't understand. And that's okay. Verse 37, For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days, before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark, and they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. One thing you shouldn't miss from this text is that Jesus is treating Noah and the account of the flood as something that literally happened in history. We've talked about this before. People want to treat the flood narrative as if it's allegorical or metaphorical or it's just a story. And that might seem all well and good until you get here and see that Jesus believes that it's really something that happened in history. So we better adjust our thinking to what Jesus says, which indirectly tells us to adjust our thinking to believe everything that the Bible says just as it says it. That's not the point of this text, but it is an important point to make from this text. Verse 40. Then two men will be in a field. One will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one left. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. So Jesus uses the reality surrounding the flood in Noah's time. He uses a couple examples of people working and the return of the Son of Man comes. Some would link this to the rapture when one person is taken and the other is left. By the way, this reminds me of a song that DC Talk re-recorded, which was written by Larry Norman called I Wish We'd All Been Ready. I'll link that in our show notes for this episode. Check it out. This is all going to happen at a time that no one expects it. I don't mean to suggest that this is even in the same category or universe, but we all remember where we were on 9-11. It was a Tuesday morning. I was getting ready to go to a student ministry meeting. I was a college ministry director back then, and I expected my day to unfold just the way that every other Tuesday unfolded for the most part, and then we were shocked and surprised and interrupted by these terrorist attacks. The return of the Son of Man is going to come out of nowhere like that, and so we've always got to be ready. You might ask, well, it's been so long. It's been 2000 
2,000 years. Are we still supposed to be ready? Is this still going to happen? Let's keep reading. Verse 45. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom the master has set over his household to give them their food at the proper time? Blessed is the servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed and begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards, the master of the servant will come on a day when he does not expect him and at an hour that he does not know and will cut him in pieces and put him with the hypocrites. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The upshot, the takeaway friends from this text is be ready. You might think that the master's delayed. The master is going to return. And what is he going to find when he returns? Is he going to find us faithfully carrying out the task he has given us? Namely, to be involved in the Great Commission, to be involved in the advancement of his agenda, to be involved in the furtherance of the gospel message of Jesus Christ to the world? Or is he going to find us distracted and doing all kinds of other stuff that is not what he commanded us to do while we wait? We don't know the day or the hour, but we do know that every day is one day closer to whenever that is. And when you read the signs of the times around us, you could make the case that there may be no better time than now for this to happen. We should live that way with purpose and intentionality. And even aside from the fact that we want to be found faithful when the master returns, there's another reality at play, which is there is no more fulfilling life for us to live during the time we have on earth than a life that is totally surrendered and committed to Jesus Christ. He said, I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. And the life in Christ, the life doing his work is the most abundant life there is. So be prepared, stay focused on the things of God and stay faithful to the calling he has given all of us to be involved in his work. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders radio and internet ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast which airs on stations around the world and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule of year-round events and activities are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference on Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our other ministry partner. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.